believe. Okay, if we must. During the pre-interview, during the pre-interview, uh, somewhat of a confrontational discussion on just a tad what our role should be in documenting the um, the pop culture, so we can talk about it. Right. A part of this documentation and monitoring is spoilers. To an extent. <laughs> and your your position essentially is, I'll read the spoilers I want to. I I'm not going to read them all, despite us having to talk about all of them, possibly. Right. Okay. And my my counter is just pretty simple. It's we should monitor as much as we can, so we can talk about as much as we can, cause that's our job. This is true. Okay. I feel we could find uh, other things to talk about. Yeah, but. <laughs> like we can, and maybe maybe we'll make that a part of our policy, and which might force us to be a little bit more creative, right? With the content, a little bit like how you know some comedians don't curse, and the lighter material is a little bit. Well, even some podcasters stay away from yeah spoilers. That's so, their whole handle. I, I guess if we're really excited about a spoiler, we gotta share it with, with someone. We'll share it with ourselves. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. All right, so. Stuff like Darth Vader and Rogue One, it's not really a spoiler. It's taking place between the two. Would you? It would be a spoiler to find out he's not in the yeah, damn movie. I, I, just, I just think sometimes it's a, uh, you know, and we'll touch on this on something else to where it's, it's just like you're, desens- like you're desensitized. Right. Spoilers are expected. Revelations are expected. But kind of what we were talking about is you made the point of, hey, I may not have enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy as much if I had spoilers. And I said, that's 100% true, but spoilers really don't reveal the tone of a movie. Right. And that's really what... And I guess for you and I, I guess Guardians really is like almost like a ground zero movie. It's just this. Really? Yeah, I think because we both really enjoy it. Like, oh, it's the that's like, the Star you know, Wars of my generation. Like, like we we both get it. We both like it. You know, like we 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 just want more of that. And um, you know, and uh, very excited for. Oh yeah. The um. Kurt Russell. Two. Yeah, it's, it's Sylvester Stallone. Stallone in that. It's still. I hope to God he's dread. Space dread. Let's do it. <laughs> they, I, 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 what's the rumor with him? Or the idea is he's Novacore? I guess. Uh, the the, the, the reports I saw said he was in Judge Dredd looking garb right. on set. Yeah, which just kind of... Is he cameoing? Is it something stupid? Is he Nova? Is how could he... they not get Carl Urban? Right. Oh, don't, that's like, so, that's what, a sore what, subject. What stance, <laughs> but what like what stance is that taken? Well, did James Gunn have it? Maybe maybe because like, it's a throwback to the '80s in this one, right? Since the last one was I, the '70s. I, I wouldn't be surprised in just knowing James Gunn. 
like not that we know him, but you know, like <laughs> yeah, I, my I, old I buddy, do, I do my follow buddy him. Jimmy. I do follow him on social media. Uh, great, great account, fantastic Instagram, and I would like I would just with him. I would expect for you to see wreckage or a pile of something, and having like the ABC robot from the Stallone Judge Dread okay, thrown somewhere. <laughs> You know, having, like, that type of cameo. But I don't know. Uh, I think it's... He's got to be Novacore. I mean, it makes the most sense. Yeah. But then you're like, how old is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> like... Can't, but then, like, if they go CGI route with it, or all you really see is his mouth, you don't take off the helmet, may, maybe it'll work. Yeah, I, I think it's... But cool. he's still old Mushmouth Stallone, so... Yeah. Yeah, Stallone, <laughs> Stallone can act, though. Stallone has acting chops, and I, he just breaks them out once every decade. Yeah, well, yeah. Look, you you make two iconic franchises, right? And you weather the storm of like of kind of an era that you were one of the forerunners, mm-hmm. like the action movie, blood guts, Gods. Movies, <laughs> yep. like overly yep. overly sexualized women. Not that I'm complaining, and. Your rival, you know, like being Schwarzenegger, gets off the reservation, does something else, mm-hmm. comes back and has little significance. Right. And you continue on, like, just what you do. Mm-hmm. And you get an Oscar nomination. Um, fantastic right. Right. revivals of both fran- franchises. Right. The Rainbow and Rocky Balboa. Um, top, both of them are. Uh, um, did you see Creed? Yeah. Is that good? I, I, I loved it. Right. Yeah. Creed is just, it's, it's really, like, everyone wants to say, oh, it's just a remake of Rocky and this and that. It, like, to some degree, but at the same time, it's, it's like, this is that universe. Like, this right. is the world these people live in. Mm-hmm. Um, like, again, like, not black and white, not cookie cutter. Um, yeah, I, I love the idea. I don't know if you know too much about, um, the Creed character, the the kid in that, but he is kind of like he's he has a good job, okay, and he's he's in the position where he he doesn't have to box, but he's compelled to box. Okay, he's compelled to risk his life. He's compelled to train, and it's that and so now like that adds to like Apollo Creed and his relationship with Rocky Balboa to where. This is these are star-crossed lovers. These are two DNA strains like that are just together. meant to yeah intertwine. Uh, like with our last podcast, it's it's a little bit of that that Green Arrow panel and Dark Knight Returns when he says, "I knew it was going to come down to you and Big Blue." Right. Yep. Like this was meant to this was meant to happen. Uh, I got a lot of sense of that, you know, and I I thought for it updating the Rocky format. Right. It was just great, you know. Uh, I, I think every guy, like every 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 dude worth his salt, has a real love for like training montages. <laughs> you can't not. It's, I th- I it's think, an American staple in yeah in I, cinema. I think um, you kind of want a training montage in every movie. It saves and, a lot of time, and I think I think the second to that is a gearing up montage. 
but you really don't see a lot. There's not too many good ones, but just like packing on the heat, mm-hmm. you know, loading the guns. I prefer the gearing up montage yeah. over training myself. But. Yeah, you know, you know what's what's an overrated gearing montage? Um, GI Joe Retaliation. Fair enough. Um, have you seen that? Mm, that's the second one. Yeah, no, the one with the rock. Okay, you, I think it's a great movie. Fantastic movie. And there was a gearing up montage where they go to Bruce Willis's house. Okay. And he's like, I think he's like Joe Hauser or what? He's like the guy that they named the GI Joe program after. Okay. So they go to his house and they're like, look, like Cobra took over everything. The, you know, like at this point in the movie, Cobra runs the White House. Right. They're just like wreaking havoc, and I love it because mm-hmm. it's like a villain-driven movie. And so, yeah, uh, Storm Shadow is with them. He crosses over, and. So they hit the music, gearing up montage, and it's Bruce Willis's house. Okay. Okay, and everywhere you turn, there's just, like, an armory. <laughs> like, he's got, like, grenades and, like, the fruit bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, like, the wildest stuff, okay? Uh... And it's, but it literally is, like, just one of those things where, like, you open up cabinets and it's, like, food, but there's, like, a second panel and it's just, like, all machine guns. <laughs> It, really cool, you know, and, and and I guess the what's the like the most hated gearing up montage has got to be, um, Batman and Robin, right? I I would the say, nipples yeah. and the crotch, yeah. Like people just always go go to that. But at least we got Alicia Silverstone's in return. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the <Get> bootay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the. You know, I guess, or maybe stunt double, but who cares? Whatever happened to her. Double, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. Um, yeah, so, we uh, we hung out last night. Right. Got some drinks. And we were able to, so, last night was important, I think, for us working together and developing what we have. Right. Like, this, the Dream Warriors as, as a product, because, and I don't know if it's alcohol. It might be alcohol. It's, it's the but, alcohol. But we definitely run better mm-hmm. in spitballing ideas and positions. Because everything sounds better when you're drunk. It really does. It, it does. It really does. <laughs> and I, 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 it was great hanging out because mm-hmm. I had um, like a cancellation. Right. And, um, this girl flew back from Florida. We were supposed to hang out. She got sick. And I talked to her earlier that day. And she was like, you know, she's definitely sounded sick, but she's like, you know, we can still hang out. But what? And I'm like, no. Because, <laughs> like, I haven't been sick. I haven't been sick for maybe two years now. <laughs> okay. The last time I got, like, somewhat sick right. was during the Panthers Seattle Seahawks um, championship game for football. Okay. Uh, and I ate Domino. I had couple guys over and uh, I, I ate Domino's pizza because that's what you do when, you, when you're with men you don't care about cuisine you just care about Domino's and beer and I got food poisoning I believe it and it was dude every time I order a pepperoni and bacon pizza from Domino's I'm throwing yeah. up that night dude, every time it, it never fails I'm not I'm not no exaggeration this thing hit me it literally hit me like a tidal wave. Oh, I believe it. And it's the only time I had the effects of food poisoning for more than 
like the initial session, like the first eight hours, mm-hmm. like this crossed over the next day. Ooh. So that I think that was a Sunday. It did cross over to Monday, and I even remember just going around the office, and mm. I still was like bleeding it out, you know, like still with the diarrhea, yeah. still with someone like still with the what, you know. But what else are you going to do during the day? I don't know. Not like, take salmonella to work with you, yeah, you son just, of a bitch. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody's got E. coli. I have bad chicken. Yeah. yeah way to go. And, way to go. But the, I was the only one of the group that got food poisoning. Well, you shouldn't eat what, the wings. Which is funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I think it was, um, like, just something that was stuck. I and, bet you the delivery the guy stink-palmed your yeah, slice probably, yeah. knowing. Mm-hmm. You didn't tip him, and he just he I, just pulled I, a Brody. Dude, I tipped these guys <laughs> so well. They well, know He me. confused you with dude, the neighbor, when, when, when they see my address... <laughs> Get printed out on their ticket, and they're like the next one up, dude. They're excited to, to uh, deliver. <laughs> they are excited. Uh, um, yeah, so we did some bar hopping. Right. Uh, that was our session, second straight session of bar hopping. We did it last weekend. We right. got together last weekend to. It to, didn't record a damn to thing. To do this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was. Well, news was slow. A, a cloudy or shittier day. Weather was bad. The weather was was kind of bad but we really like and we kind of knew going into it mm-hmm. we knew there was very little slow news to week. talk about so, suicide squad was still on top <laughs> uh but we did scour the news we were actually sitting in this format across right. from each other going through everything on the news sites which was nothing yeah it was, <laughs> and i we just got discouraged so what we did was we moved my couch to my loft right to build out what's going to be called the Astro Lounge. Yeah. Um, and the prime, the big reason we're doing that is because we're going to build almost like a VHS, like, I don't know, like VHS... Library, I Library, guess. VHS, um, Idol, VHS, like, contribution. The and, VHS zone. Yeah, and we're... Um, we're going to just have an old school television there. We're going to have beanbag chairs. What was yeah, your idea? Yo. I think that was great. And Christmas lights. Yep, yep. And we're also going to double that for shooting some of our VHS stuff. Right. Okay. Right. So it's part set, part hangout area. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and then we just bounced around. I proved the drunkards could get up there and not fall last yeah, night. Yeah, I can't believe you did that last night. I was like, oh, God. I waited till you weren't looking. As as, like, I, well, I would not have told you because I trust you more than I trust Rachel. No I believe it. That's why I made sure I moved to I the edge like, and helped oh. her up. So, but quick side note: I've been trying to find like a tension wire um, railing. So, like, we have options, right? And we're definitely going to mount the railing up there once once the railing's mounted. It's just going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. And and the biggest thing you're going to have is coming up coming down no big deal uh but yeah lace that was a little bit of an adventure yeah so lace weekend we just kind of and, and even even when we were like eating cheesesteaks and drinking right uh because we hopped into this new irish pub mm-hmm. that i never been to but i live near uh we were still trying to get ideas right and then it really started raining yeah, yeah, we were. It was like a sheet of we water. were in a in a bad spot like, there for like, a little bit. We're almost like round three. <laughs> like, Keep them coming. Yeah. So 
Yeah, We're gonna so, have to Uber two minutes down the yeah, road. <laughs> but, like, and you know what, too? I, I wouldn't even look my Uber driver in the eye. <laughs> I wouldn't even do it. I hate making those guys drive that short of a distance. So yeah, so uh, I think last week was a really good example on what the process is. Right. And it's really not easy. It's not easy to even come up with things every single week to discuss. Right. Okay? Sometimes it's it's a real strain. And sometimes we go in, I think today's a session, we're going in with a lot to go over now. Right. Uh, we stockpile things. We went back and forth all week. Um, there's things we've like added out of our own interest. And we're still trying to build out like what the program flow is. Yes. The, the programming aspect. Okay. And even now we have a sheet with everything floored out of like what the top topics are. Yes. And yeah, so I guess, I guess we already touched on it. We'll jump into one of them now. Is Suicide Squad. Right. Because I, 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 I just feel like we have to talk about it. Again. I know, you're obsessed. We've had a special edition episode. Yes. And we followed it up with every podcast so far. Yeah. And we're finally wrapping it up this week, folks. So, like, do, do you feel, like, what, what's your take on what happened with the box office versus what happened with the initial reviews? I think they put the movie out at the perfect time where they're re- the, yeah. the competition for an action movie, aside from Independence Day, Independence Day was really yeah. not there. There was plenty of comedies, plenty of family movies, but, like, action was just kind of... La- and the comic book aspect, you tie them together, and you got the popcorn crowd yeah, one over. so, you really... You think, it, like... It's and I think word point. of mouth helped, too, because, like, was, I've been telling everybody it wasn't terrible there, when there they was, asked. There was... I don't think I told anyone to go see it. I didn't say go and okay, see it, but yeah. when they said, how was it, I, I said it's not as bad as the reviews yeah, I, are making I, it out to be. I, I, just that third act is rough. I said it... What I said was, it was a lot like Batman versus right. Superman, where I think you and I agreed that the the third act it works or, until like, that point. And, and who knows, like who like third act, whatever. But wrapping the movie up, right? Finishing the movie after the middle, you call that, when you begin the end, it falls yeah. apart. Whether that's so, technically the third act or not. So it's <laughs> speculating with Suicide Squad, and I I think people like regardless, like kind of pick that movie. Like, right. there's more that they like than that they don't like. Well, I mean, it's also, and this is something that we haven't really talked but it's like the first comic book movie, just like first comic book that's solely focused on the villains for yeah. a change. Yeah, and I really think that. Which that's, I also think that helped. Yeah, well, a lot of Guardians, because it gets compared, I think the tone worked throughout right. the entire movie. Uh, I like... Not a lot of people seem to like the beginning, but I love like the jump cuts. Mm-hmm. I like those quick origin. I thought things. it flowed really well those, in the beginning. It kept cards. my interest. We were yeah. moving along, and it really, it really comes down to when, from a story position, like you know, like what happens when they rescue Waller, right? Okay. And that's where it was. And I think at that point, people wanted Joker movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, but already they were they, they weren't building towards that. 
because they already set up the Enchantress as being this rogue. Yes. Okay? Um, but at the... So, they edited out the Joker stuff. A good chunk, because from our understanding. Because it's abusive towards Harley Quinn. Okay? And they wanted to shape that relationship differently. Right. And I think a lot of people like that, though. Yeah. Okay? Because it was a little bit of a newer take. Mm-hmm. And look, if if you want if you want one take, watch the animated series. Right. Uh, watch like read the comics mm-hmm. if you want the abusive side. Okay, and you know what? Too like in, in the animated series, yeah, he's he's more like dismissive of her. Right. It's okay. Out of my face. Yeah. And, more and, than it's I'm gonna shoot you yeah, in and, the face. And then like the new fifty two is more abusive. Right. Okay. So if you want that stuff, you, you so you sit down to watch a movie. It's good to have it different, mm-hmm. and they made that choice. But it really comes. I really feel like they they did a disservice doing that, regardless of the good reaction. Because I think Jared Leto's the or Leto. I think Leto's Joker. It was is, so anticipated. Is a franchise. And you exactly. And this would have been your first villain franchise mm-hmm. now what they should do is they they should throw everything at him yep and to get him to do a joker focused movie yep it okay? should, the harley quinn movie should just be joker and harley yeah. running amok um i think it, that needs to happen they mm-hmm. have to announce that uh like you know who cares about a flash movie there's a flash tv show right and i'm sure it's 10 times better than what the movie's gonna yeah. be like yeah so i mean like get rid of the flash i don't care mm-hmm. put harley joker joker harley whatever you know like the advertising campaign for that should be the joker harley movie and the harley joker movie right like it should just be like the split advertising well it should campaign. the the, the you know? they should just freaking do the poster up like that that yeah. Joker Empire or I, Joker Emperor book where it's oh, him on the card because yeah, right. you go, it, yeah. just just have Joker Harley Harley yeah, Joker like McGinnis art which is fantastic with, just on a yeah. Joker card see and the work he did into the Joker mm-hmm. in like costume clothing alone right is phenomenal mm-hmm. and that's I think a part of what the cheat feels like. Yeah. Without him, and you and I, I think you and I back uh, always go back and forth about this, but it's really the one that they're calling the boxer Joker. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Right. And I don't know about you, but I really that was like, could you don't even see that in the movie? No. Nah. You don't even see what he's wearing, and the action figures sell it better than the movie. Yep. And and even the the, the tattoos. Right. You like you wanted to just to see him. Mm-hmm. Well, the like fact that the, the the fact that the director has to come out and literally say, "This is the story behind it. This is what they mean. This is what yeah. happened." Like they, they, so far we found out that the Jason Todd was killed by the Joker. Yeah. The Batman went ape shit on him. Yeah. Messed up which his is, face, which is great. Which has driven him crazy enough to tattoo yeah. his body. But, and we learn all of this from the director's mouth. Yeah, at no but, point is it seen. But don't you think that's the problem with DC? Yeah, but don't don't you think if they revealed Batman going ape shit on the Joker, it would add credence to his like bulldog attitude and BBS? 
Well, work. yeah, but like, it, he's it, also it, running it, around well, killing yeah, people but in that. So it sets up this. And, and Alfred does allude to it. Mm-hmm. He does allude to this escalation that, that Bruce Wayne or Batman is on. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're branding people now? Like, yeah, it's like he, he makes, he makes like, one or two references. And, and well, I'll talk about this because, I, I, you know, I am doing a shot-by-shot shot right. BBS extended podcast mm-hmm. where I'm just going to watch the movie and go through it piece by piece. But there is there is definitely that tone in, in Alfred when he talks to Bruce Wayne to where he's not trying to help him or enable him, not even trying to warn him. He's just flat out telling him like what the escalation is. Mm-hmm. And that escalation is, you know, the Dark Knight off the handles. Right. Okay? And sure, I don't think they're going to keep it like that, but I just think what we're witnessing is like you know the end of this phase of the dark knight mm-hmm. okay in in bbs which is i guess the super angry face yeah. like the, the i need therapy he'll, he'll be he'll be face. happy once he is friends in yeah. this next one so i got, I got seven friends yeah <laughs> but, yeah and uh so, yeah, so late night too so we kind of went back and forth on we started talking about the infinity war avengers movie right and I just kind of made the off the cusp comment that that movie is going to be the death blow punch to to DC to the DC extended movie film whatever they're calling it universe. Why is it extended? Why can't it be like DC film you? Why is it extended? I guess because if it was DC film you, it'd be too close to Marvel Cinematic you, and it, yeah. it, I, I'm it's like just... see. I guess I guess the best way to put it would be Marvel is now a movie company that occasionally puts out comic books whereas DC is still a comic book company that occasionally puts out comic book movies. Uh, right, yeah, right. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like yeah. Marvel's comics now are solely for advertising for their movie universe whereas DC like their comic line is still their brand and the movies are just a product of Yeah, it just really kind of still shows off that DC's just off color. Like they can't figure like just like you can't figure out what you're calling this crap. Right. They can't even figure it out. But I I agree with with that take. So, I guess what we were trying to guesstimate or blow out was that you have these Marvel movies right. that built into Avengers mm-hmm. and then Avengers built into Civil War right? which no one saw coming like no one saw Civil War as being as impactful as it was um, maybe even more now with what the directors have come out and said yeah. and then which we'll get into and then Civil War it's going to build into Infinity War. Right. So once Infinity War comes out, that literally is, lack of a better term, Galactus coming mm-hmm. to eat your world. Right. And Galactus is coming to eat the DC EU. <laughs> and you were like, you know, you push back, but I did say this. I don't understand. I don't understand the logic, regardless if it works or not, mm-hmm. of them keeping dark side secret right you have to you had opportunities mm-hmm. 
like opportunities you made because you know movies don't exist. You right. make decisions to put Darkseid in that BVS movie. Mm-hmm. And post credits, mid credits, epilogue, prologue, dream sequence, flash forward, flash sideways sequence, all of these things. Right. And you and then <laughs> the one hint you have towards this that communion um, scene you cut out and it's not even dark side or that it could be what dark side looks like it could be but okay. didn't, haven't they said that steppenwolf like, isn't it they, they may have said it's official but it seems like everyone's saying it's steppenwolf so whatever we'll just say it's well steppenwolf. i thought they announced steppenwolf as the justice league villain i think they oh they did yeah i thought right. so, so so you have so and there's no more justice league part two so in theory dark side's not even right. mentioned yet yeah. so it, it kind of makes and, sense and, as and, to why they didn't tease dark side is such he's such an awesome villain right and the reason why he's awesome is very simple it's a little bit of why Doctor Doom is great, and I guess for a while, um, like the Grant Morrison, the pre-Morrison E for Extinction storyline, Magneto. Okay. Where Magneto had Genosha, uh, right. which was, and even b- before that, he had the baller thing, Asteroid M. Right. Which was the floating super yep. fortress. Yeah. Like in space, like get away from me, humans. Okay? Which is how they kill the X Men every time they want to. Yeah, right. Hey, there's a secret meeting on Asteroid M. Yeah. What do you mean there's a nuke on it's Right. Yeah. And so even like with that, so Dark Side is what Doom has, what Magneto had, literally on as much cocaine steroids amphetamines mm-hmm. go drugs molly as you can put into a living human being right it's that okay it's just on crack it's nuts because this guy has a world he has a entire culture devoted to who he is and what he represents and he represents destruction he represents his it's not even destruction it's like destruction through the means of his way mm-hmm. or like that's it i rule you or you're gone to the point that he he can fight anyone mm-hmm. he can fight superman he's, right he's essentially like part like you know if they go to it i hope they do in the wonder woman movie but they they should go into the new gods and they could set up because they did this, this is a little bit New 52, where Wonder Woman is a lineage of the new gods and not Greek mythology. Right. And brilliant. Like, awesome. Like, so, essentially, Darkseid is a god. The okay. god that chooses to walk among mortals to, like, control them. Like, there's so much there, like, context-wise, mm-hmm. that... You're, you're not going to get all of it in one movie. Right. And filtering it in, like, you know, like they did Thanos. Because, mm-hmm. you know, his scenes in Guardians are so pound for pound, like, so valuable. Right. They And they don't even show you the, the extent of his powers. You just see his, like, psychology. Right. And how he's operating. And his reach of power. Yeah. And this Ronin. Like, I love Ronin. Mm-hmm. I love Ronin. He's a creepy looking dude. Yeah. 
creepy. Mm-hmm. Loved him. You have Ronan, who's powerful. Who right. just tosses Drax into mm-hmm. a bag of ecto-cooler. <laughs> <laughs> like, ecto-cooler horse piss. Okay? <laughs> and goes through him who's uh, uh, like essentially so pissed off he's just going to destroy a whole home world right just gonna just wipe it out yeah okay. <laughs> and uh, like kind of got there mm-hmm. okay and that guy is nothing right against thanos okay so they've already done this job like you already see like his his him working with loki right as this like attempt it's just like ugh, that didn't work out. No big deal. Mm-hmm. That, Back to like, the drawing board. Like, I'm not crushed. I'm right. not. I don't go home with my head hanging. Cause you know why? I've been doing this for centuries. Mm-hmm. And I'm was, gonna keep at it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Who cares about Steppenwolf? Right. Who does care? Okay. This is the problem. Exactly. This Infinity War movie has so much already built into it that they these notes are already like in on the music sheet right they're already resonating Mm -hmm. so this the in-between stuff can suck and infinity war still going to hit those notes right it's crazy i really just even talking to you now it's a master plan thought out that's the difference it's thanos it's 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 literally like 60 people sitting in a room plotting out the next 10 years whereas these guys are still trying to figure out what they're doing this year have you read any of like how they do that no they they say um they were talking about how they keep track of characters okay and they have like a giant wall of all the characters like supporting and focused like Captain America uh as trading cards on this giant wall Okay. And then the wall's kind of broken up within what the movies are. And they move the cards into the movies. Makes sense. And that's how they know who's dead and who's alive and and who's, you know? And you're almost just like, dude, that's so awesome. Yeah, right? I mean, you need it at that point. Um, So that, I really, I think once Doctor Strange, and I'll say it again, becomes the biggest 3D movie of all time. Okay brings magic into like superhero magic mm-hmm. into um a cinematic universe yeah okay and I, I i don't know like i was thinking about this earlier today kind of doing some of the prep work for this so in winter soldier the mm-hmm. consultant guy the the guy with the bald head that they throw off the building Okay. Falcon catches right. the Hydra guy. Right. You know, he's, there was a short film called The Consultant. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Sitwell. Agent Sitwell. Okay, I don't even know his name. Yeah. yeah. So he says, he mentions Doctor Strange yeah. in that. Stephen Strange. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Namor's reference there. So here's the thing with that, though. For him to be on their radar, mm-hmm. he would already have powers. Right. right. So does Doctor Strange, the movie, take place before Warner Soldier? For that reference to exist, quite possibly. I don't. I think it's it's not going to. Um, but at the same <laughs> at the same time, it should. But I, I I think that's like nitpicking. I think that's already like they um that's a um um like a no a, a no prize. That's Marvel used to do no prizes for people that wrote in 
continuity and in, 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 inconsistencies, mm-hmm. and then was able to explain it. Okay. And then you got like a no price, which was like an empty envelope. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a part of like the the marching Marvel army. Okay. And that was like you know they did that for decades. Okay, <laughs> crazy. I love it. But so anyway, so yeah, so maybe Doctor Strange is on the radar for something else other right. than being power driven. But either way, so. Well, I mean, maybe at that point, that's when he's disappeared off of the radar to go and meet the yeah. Ancient One. And maybe they're aware of the Ancient One, and they know... Yeah, right, or, yeah, or they know Strange is on their radar, or right. something, okay? Something. I, I think it's I think it's awesome that that's even, like, in that movie. Mm-hmm. That, and, you know, like, it, that's so easily done, but... Which is fine, but it's never, like, effective. No. Like, it just seems like when Marvel does it, it works. And when and anyone else does it, it doesn't. Right. Well, it's because no <laughs> one else has gone far enough. Like, yeah, like it's I, the matter of, it. like, all right, Universal now. They're starting their shared universe with this Tom Cruise monster movie. Yeah, and you know how, like, tell me about, well, you know, I don't know hardly anything about that. Like, <sighs> what do you know? Do you know anything? I know that there's rumors that The Rock is potentially up to play the Wolfman. No way. The way. Way. I think the rock in anything's perfect. But, <laughs> like, I don't care if he's Wolfman or not. Yeah. Make him Frankenstein. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a dog But crap. yeah, yeah, it's it's starting off with Tom Cruise and the mummy, and they're so, wrapping it all around. So, real quick, so, like, people always have opinions about Tom Cruise, because uh, everyone's, like, a backseat expert right. on things, but I think he's one of the best developers in Hollywood history, meaning the guy worked like work scripts mm-hmm. better than anyone i could take more leave okay uh i really don't think he's in he, he may not be in movies that you love like there's night and day and mission impossible 2 and stuff like that but all in all he's he's in solid movies yeah like okay um edge of tomorrow is great that is a great movie edge of tomorrow like his i guess modern sci-fi run mm-hmm. it's like edge of tomorrow war of the worlds Oblivion, <laughs> yeah. and Minority Report, yeah. but they're all like they're all they're look sci-fi solid concepts I'll say, but yeah, but, I just... but you know what? The sci-fi is so hard to do right. It really is. It's like the hardest of hardest of all of those genres. Okay, generous genre. Yeah, you know, like it's the hardest one. Okay, and like per pound though, like those four movies are better than almost like a majority like it there's only a, there's, there's a handful of good sci-fi movies period yeah. like there really is yeah. and, and this guy this guy's been involved with four of them that right are they're watchable they have points like they are science fiction meaning that they have these broad ideas mm-hmm. these like you know, like I'm going to wrap my arms around this idea because right. most science fiction makes no sense. Planet of the Apes makes no sense. Swirling Green makes no sense. Okay, Logan's Run makes no sense. Two thousand and one, like it's blasphemous. Kind of makes no sense, <laughs> but what you get is like the presentation of that, right? And that resonates, like, cause it's still with like my whole big point with Planet of the Apes is that if they knew about this. Like the uh, the blackout zone, mm-hmm. and they knew that the Statue of Liberty and all these things were in the blackout zone. Okay, like why would they like? It's almost like why would they let that exist? 
Like, you already established you have TNT and stuff. Like, just blow it the hell, like, blow it the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> like, it's just, like, logical things in that, but it doesn't matter. Because, right. like, there's sociological, like, even, like, economic um, hypothesis that's in those movies. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, but, yeah, but, but pound for pound. So, like, so Tom Cruise now has maybe, like, I guess, like, maybe the second biggest, like, just... Like straight up film franchise next to Face and Furious being Mission Impossible, because those to me those are Ethan Hunt movies. Right. Like they're not really like because Mission. If you ever saw the, the original Mission Impossible episodes, mm-hmm. th- there was like you saw all of these things and it came together at the end. Right. Okay. None of that is in those movies. A little bit in like the first one, mm-hmm. but it's like, and that's how it was, they were like Mission Impossible. They just had these ways of doing things, so they're just straight up Ethan Hunt like action James Bond right. driven type movies, which are great because I love I love all of them. So it's kind of like he's behind that. Mm-hmm. He's behind a, a ton of other like Oscar driven, right, and icon driven movies mm-hmm. like Risky Business, Top Gun. Right. Even like cocktail. Like cocktail just doesn't go away. Okay? It's a good move. So this guy, you know, like even up for Iron Man, mm-hmm. like kind of backs out of it. Like, you know, like decides not to do it. And then he gets involved with this. Right. And I, just, I, I think this is where like the excitement comes from. Because the guy can still do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. go in any direction. And it's like, wow, like just the mummy yeah like tom cruise the mummy yeah it just seems so wild it does it does and i they should have waited in all honesty like waited for like the the right guy to come along no 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 no, i'm not saying tom cruise is the wrong guy because he's not imhotep he's like the 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 brandon frazier if you will but that's just it brandon frazier's one and two were really good and they're not that old so to start with the new mu- like alright yeah. well, I, I, Benicio's Wolfman and the Brendan Fraser Mummy movies like those should be the last two but, in your shared universe yeah, but, but here's here's the funny thing though so the Wolfman Mummy 1, 2 and Scorpion 1, 2 and 3 and Scorpion King right like those they, they're kind of already forgotten like they just don't resonate mm-hmm. I don't think anyone cares about it them at all like no one cares about Benicio Del Toro no god no because it's a terrible movie most people don't even know the difference between Mummy 1 and 2 well like they just like they they forget they forget that there was like a kid in the second movie and and those little pygmy Ewoks yeah don't you neglect the pygmy Ewoks so and uh look Mummy 1 and 2 were like Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. And they're great. I love him. I think he's awesome in them. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't. I think we talked about this before. Like, so they legacy built the second movie. Like the the wife. Right. Um, is con- her bloodline is connected to? It's like, yeah. That's like the WTF. Yeah. Like, why we don't even need that? Exactly. Because you have all this other stuff. You've the first in. one to connect you, so you don't need the bloodline yeah. connections taking you back. And, and and I think it took away from her being like infinitely curious mm-hmm. like she was in the first one right to where like in the second one now she's like a child it, she's just destiny. drawn to it yeah because it's her like, yeah, but, yeah. but he's awesome though 
Right. Brandon Fraser is so good. I, I, I don't, do you remember One of the few the, people the that I will still say could take up the role of Indiana Jones if, yeah. if they were going to do it. What's the third one? What's the that's name the, of the third one? The, the at, Temple at, of the Dragon or the... End? No, no, that's dra- the Powers of the Cavaliers. Yes, thank yeah. you. Now that one, the em- Dragon Emperor or the Emperor's Tomb or Jet Li. Yeah. Okay. It's the one where they're in the. So Oregon. it's kind of funny how that and Pirates both went Asian. Right. They must have really wanted to go into those markets. And the third one's just a mirror of the second one. The kid's just older, and instead of it being Evie's connection, it's oh, now the, the kid's dad's. Older in the right. He's one. an adult. They recast him, and instead of them killing oh, Evie that's and bringing. Kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Her back in the second one, they kill off Rick and bring so, him what, back in the Jack third Lee one. Doing? What's his? Stick? I couldn't tell you. I could, I I saw that Something. movie once. I fell asleep. Yeah, I did. <laughs> in the middle, I woke up like at the end. Is there a sequence in that? Yeah, yeah. There's like Yetis and shit in oh, that movie because cool. it's all Himalayas. Yeah. And he has like the power to control fire. I want to say. Is it the Is it the Yeti from um, Monsters Inc? No, it's. They're they're a little more uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like happy and googly eyed yeah, yeah, in like a serious action movie. They're more Star Wars Yetis. Uh, I, I feel like we should watch that. Oh God! I feel, I'm so curious because I, I only saw it one time. Me, me too. Yeah. Like I, the, I, the, that one, the the main thing that sticks out, it's just such a rehashing of the second one. Well, like I, everyone says about one and two, it just because it follows the same format. Like if you line those two movies up, it's almost shot for shot the same shot yeah. for shot the same and then at the end instead of killing the one parent you kill the other and you resurrect it like just leave the motherfucker dead at that point yeah like you, you, everyone has died and come back in this series is there like the army the, the stone soldier army I, yeah yeah I think that's Are the they, one where he like, controls he, it does he do they do well they that? all kind of have a stone army because Imhotep has those stone just, mummies and the dust mummies yeah, I was and just the, watching them because I'm always watching Furious Seven, right? And when they go, Freeform through, had them on today. I actually saw the first uh, one for the first well, time. When they when they go through, there was this, this action scene where they their cars jump in buildings, right? And so they go through the second building in Furious Seven, mm-hmm. and it's like a um, like art gallery. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the whole floor is those stone mummies <laughs> from the mummy from the third mummy movie. Like they just put those in movies just because they're like. We cool have so many. Yeah, it's almost like there's just like an excess in some prop department somewhere. Yeah, right. And you they're like, bring me twelve of the mummy statue yeah. mummies. How many of them do we have left? <laughs> do we have a hundred? But so um, a couple of the things we're going to talk about too is um, I guess the the need for updates, and there's um, James and the Giant Peach, and. It's getting, looks like it might get a live action treatment. Right. And that's like, we already kind of touched on it. So that's something no one really cares about. No, it's a little unnecessary. Because I thought, did you see the uh, the stop and go animation one? The original? Yeah. The one that Tim Burton had something to do with? Yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know if it's him or if it's Tim Salick or Henry I Salick, think he like produced that, it that or. I know he didn't direct it. Yeah. I I don't even he think he, he wrote it, it, but it looks, I think he had a hand in it. It looks Tim Burton. I'm pretty sure he did have a hand in yeah. that. I've well, seen it. Yeah. And that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's silly. Uh, I think the stop and go works. Right. Uh, 
Does it have to be live action? I don't really know. I really don't care. Well, that one starts out and ends live action. Is, is, is that, do you think that's a part of, like, this trend that Disney created of doing, like, children-styled media, meaning cartoons and stop-and-go animation, like, how they're live, they're making live actions of all of their movies? I, I think so, and, yeah. And this, so, will, like, will this lead into a live action Nightmare Before Christmas? That one, I'll say probably not. It'd be a little too hard to pull off. But I will say, by the time I'm, I'm 25 now, going on 26, by the time I am 45... You're, you're 25 going on 18. <laughs> <laughs> Main child. Baby face, folks. Big old baby face. No, but I will say by the time I'm 45... There will be live-action Kung Fu Pandas, How to Train Your Dragons, and Shrek movies, if not in the works, happening. Dude, Kung Fu Panda works so well in live-action. It, it would, yeah. It would be perfect. for live. I, I even think Shrek would be perfect. Yeah. Live-action. How to Train Your Dragon would be good, too. Train Your Dragon's just nuts. It is. That would be like, I think that would be That would be like Game overload. of Thronesian. Yeah. Like. That just would be sensory... Overload and real quick, so um, no interest in anything in, in Pete's Dragon since we're on. Honestly, it, it, the original never really captured me, which sucks because I'm a big like dragon fantasy. Yeah. Well, the original's just like flat, like a fat cartoon of a dragon. Yeah, from a time where they didn't focus on like rendering dragons. Like, yeah, like the well, I love the design like, of the dragon in that. But like, there wasn't like a lot of dragon stuff when that came out. Now it's like you know you've had endless action figures, right? Uh, endless movies now. Mm-hmm. Like at one time, at one time, and I always talk about this movie because I love it. But like Dragon Slayer, right, was your only live action dragon, right? And then Dragonheart came out, mm-hmm. and okay, so you still had Dragon Slayer as your only, and then. Um, hugely like forgotten movie, but Reign of Fire. Right. Who, yeah, that has Matthew McConaughey that I love in that movie. Yes, Gerard like, Butler. The the, yeah. the most pointless death Christian in Bale. cinematic history yeah. is in that movie. But dude, let I, me just jump on this dragon with the battle axe. Yeah. I got it, guys. Well, I guess I, I, guess, I know we, we've had but, this yeah, but, but twenty you know times. Yeah, so. But you know what, though? Like, for him to go out like that, I know. Like you're kind of. He he would never have a wait, life in so that wait, so world. So what happened? Like, what's the sequence in that? He he, he does that. He th- climbs that, up the ladder. But does that open up Christian Bale to? No, that's it just it. Because he goes so up has, like, like he's no going. Exactly. Yeah. He goes up like he's going to take it out. Shot, it though. eats him. Then there's like 15 more minutes of action, and then Christian Bale takes out the dragon. That's such. It's a great sequence. It would have been better if he would have split the dragon's head in half and, like, landed on the body or or some shit. Or Or at least took it out from the inside and they, like, died in the crash. Yeah, or, like, like hang from, like, the mouth. Yeah, something. And, not die or something. Um, His character was too good and too good at his job to die. That's the other thing. Like, he's he's one of the only guys to have lived that long in this war where people die every, like, our life expectancy is nothing. But that, that movie, too, was, like... I remember when that came out, that was, like, disappointing mm-hmm. because you kind of heard about what the idea... And this is back when I worked in the comic shop. Right. So it was, like, a dragon war movie. Right. And you're like, whoa. And then it had, like, good people in it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo. Like, yep. 
Empire Gerard of Butler, the Sun yep, is in the movie. Yep. But Gerard Butler wasn't Gerard Butler. I know, I know, okay, but he was yeah. coming up. Yeah. It adds but, credibility now. Yeah, but it's, and you're like, yeah, and then the, the movie gets through probably one of the worst opening narrations. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, we were talking about that last week with the Dark Crystal. Right. Which has the best. Right. Um, so it has this weird opening narration. Mm-hmm. And then it's all over. Right. Like, there's no dragon. Dra- and then, like, there's one dragon left. Right? Isn't, isn't like, isn't that... No, a- there's one male left. There's one male left. And okay. there's, like, all the females. Yeah. Or one female and all the males. Either way, there's something. one yeah. big one that's still breeding. Right. And all the rest of them are yeah. just... But, but then, like, don't they allude to that the food source is drying yeah, up? Yeah, they, they've like... scorched the earth because they breathe in the ash. Right. And there's pretty much nothing left to burn. So they're dying off yeah, and cannibalizing just, themselves. Like what, is, like, what is this? Like, I'm telling you, dude, that movie awesome sequel for like a part one that never happened yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, if there was ever a movie that needed like a reboot right like reboot that every yeah. movie yeah Post, give it another shot and do it like the modern dragon war mm-hmm. like just do it to where like all of this technology is going up against these dragons and it's just like bonkers right okay and like no love interest Mm-mm. just make it all military Put Matthew McConaughey back in it. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Cause his I want Quinn. <laughs> his character is the absolute best. That He's one of the best movie. alpha male yeah. leads. And like, Christian, period. I guess Christian that. Bale's like the best crybaby. Yeah. He's such a puss in that movie. He is. I hate I want him to We die. need to stay in the walls. Yeah, yeah. Know where your heart is. You know who are. he reminds me of? He reminds me of Tilda Swinton in... Snowpiercer, oh, okay, like the yeah. way that she's just like the order keeper. Yeah. Everything has its place. You have to do what but, I say. And, and, but, you know what though? but you know what though? She was at least deadly. Right. Like she was like a character to where like you were just like, like wow. Well, she's also a little touched in the head too. Yeah, but Christian Bale shoes do not go like, on the head. Shoes do not go on the hands. Shoes go on the feet. Yeah. Hats go on the head. Christian, I'm a hat. You're yeah, a shoe. But Christian Bale is just such a. But I, you know, good. So, back to this Disney stuff, though. So, right. Beauty and the Beast. We got, right. We got to Cogsworth. see. Cogsworth. Okay. No surprise. No. And so it's Cogsworth, Mrs. the the cup lady thing. No, she didn't. We don't. Oh. It's only Cogsworth and Lumineer that, that okay. came out. Okay. Cogsworth kind of has a face. Yeah, but nothing. Lumineer doesn't. They're they're <laughs> just guys in costumes. Right? No. It's like an actual clock. Is it an actual clock? Yeah, it's I like a... I thought they were guys... No, they look, it's like an actual clock and an actual candlestick. Like the way that the mice in Cinderella are actually just... Mice. All right, so we talked a little pause there. Because we had to get water. And so we did check out the Bee and the Beast stuff. I don't know. So you we saw what the... Um, the realistic renderings... Right. ...of the candle... And clock, right, and the human version, and Mrs. Potts is in it. So, uh, but still, no, no excitement would be being mm. the beast. I haven't been excited for really any of the live action. Alice in Wonderland was the only one that like kind of had uh, me, and it wasn't even for Tim Burton. It's just because that one is so. Yeah. See, I don't even consider out that. There. I don't even consider that a part of 
even though it is, mm-hmm. to me that's like a Tim Burton movie. Fair enough. I'll give you that. Like, I, I, but like I, that I that one kept the whimsy that yeah. all these other live actions are getting rid of. Yeah, like and, it's. And I guess like the only one that I really cared about was um, the Angelina Jolie. Maleficent. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that one was like, they like that one was crazy, because like the first love is like it's so weird, man. That movie's a little nutty. I believe it. Okay. She's like a fairy now. Yeah, and... but well, which is kind of cool because they kind of build this like thing into her, this like hatred or whatever. Right. Outcast and so But but the, if I remember, so like, it's first love's kiss. Mm-hmm. And. I'm pretty sure it was like always the prince. Right. And this, it's Angelina Jolie kissing Sleeping Beauty. Right. That's first love's kiss. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, why? Like, you know, like, you can change other things, but you, you can, and it has like some good action sequences, and, um, but I think that was overshadowed by the, the, um, the Huntsman. The, right. The Snow White, the, the, Hemsworth, right? Yeah, because that, like, I just love that movie, like the Seven Dwarfs in that, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah. Um, one of Bob Hopkins' latest films. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But all of those, yeah, the dwarves are great. The uh, design for like that rock creature thing, right? It's just there. There's so much that's, and I guess the only bad part of that is the the girl playing Snow White. Yeah. She never really comes off well. Doesn't get, doesn't deliver well. Right. Uh, you don't buy her in that role. Well, I mean, she's kind of fallen off altogether since the Twilight movies yeah. have ended. But, so. I, like, I don't know. And the, but they kind of built the mythology of Snow White up. Right. Like, pretty cool. Um, I kind of forget, forget some of the details, but I thought they, like, set up that she was, like, she could harness nature to combat. Or they, they alluded to it, but they didn't she, go in that direction. She has some kind of power. Yeah, and, they, and if they powered her off, that would have been cool. But, so... Yeah, so, like, that's really it for that. And then last night we were discussing uh, Rob Zombie's 31. Right. Which is, like, would you consider that that under under the radar? To an Already extent, under, underappreciated? Any, anything that he has done that wasn't House of a Thousand Corpses, Halloween, or Devil's Rejects has been under the radar. Yeah. So, well, I think, like, I remember there being excitement for Lords of Salem. I, I don't and, remember there being a lot of buzz for it that, at all. Um, and I remember it being in and like, out of theaters quick as shit. Yeah. Almost straight to DVD, that one was. Uh, I think that, I still think that and Halloween 2 are very much overlooked. Uh, I think, uh, we talked about this before, I think Halloween 2's point was missed. Right. Because part one is the, um, the mind of mm-hmm. the serial killer. Right. And the second one goes... I, you know what the second one does? It does what they try to do in the, in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. But they took the whole series to do it, which was like the soul, like like the, like the spiritual side of the killer. Right. And they, they dissected Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. in that path. But it took a little bit by movies. little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. And if you put it all together... It's a great, like, great story. Halloween too, I um, because like even like the, the visual, I love the visual of the mother in white with that white horse, right? Everything black, mm-hmm. 
and just knowing like maybe like that's that's how he sees the world like that's what's talking to him right like or that's where he finds comfort in this like these like this imagery that is just nuts right okay and yeah i think some of the violence is good in that oh yeah i think that they definitely make him the deadliest michael myers by far he's just a tank right and i I love that well i mean it's tyler main the man is Uh, yeah well he is yeah but they even made him bigger too right like you know um yeah so like 31 i'm like super super excited for right i just feel and we touched on this too that The Purge is like the visuals of the Purge and kind of like what that whole like that night the night in those movies right is that too close to 31 or people already desensitized honestly I couldn't tell you what 31 is about oh you're not are you okay so let me tell you so 31 is I guess these a couple kids or like a couple they get kidnapped Okay. And they get thrown into this, like, arena. But it's, like, this underground, like, like labyrinth. Okay. And there's, I think, eight or nine clowns that just kill whoever they put into the labyrinth. Okay. And I guess there's more people. So I, I, don't, know what the, I don't know what the 31 is in 31. It might be 31 people. Or something. Might be like October thirty first. Yeah, they get like uh, possibly thirty one people in the uh, labyrinth. Or okay. Something. So it's just like you have killers. It's almost like Running Man. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's just like horror based, and that's it. But you already have these like really cool like designs and these themes, like creepy shit, because that's what they do. Right. Yeah. You know, but it, a lot of it feels like The Purge. Okay. Um, but people seem to love the purge, and to have maybe more of that, like the less, the more of the purge in the purge. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, well, like, it's needed. That's the, yeah. it's the American dream at this point. Every if you haven't woken up and said, "God damn it, why can't the purge be real today?" Then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if if, if the, beating that guy's ass doesn't cross your mind today. Yeah. Then there's something just wrong with you. Uh, that guy in traffic that cuts you off. I'm looking. The old lady paying with a hundred nickels at Target. I'm just pulling up the 31 on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. The film revolves around five carnival workers uh, surviving playing a game called 31 while evading murderers known as the Heads. Dressed as clowns, and they have names unique to their personalities. That's it. Okay. So, like, the 31... Oh, so the plot. During Halloween 1976, a group of carnival workers traveling through the country in an RV on their way to their next venue. Along the way, they're stopped and attacked. Okay. Perfect setup. Yep. Right? With only a handful of them left. Blah blah blah. Actor's name. So it's maybe one, two, three, four, five, five people. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Good murder count. Right. They're taken to a strange large building, 
where <laughs> there are three uh, strange people wearing aristocratic wigs, powder, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it's like the Star Chamber meets, like, Hunger Games. Right. Okay, I've referenced Star Chamber before. Uh, you do have to see that movie. Um, for the next 12 hours, they must wander through this maze. Blah, blah, okay, blah, 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 and, and survive. Right. So it's, it's, it is Running Man and, like, Hunger, yeah. Hunger Games. So I, I really don't care. That just seems nuts, exciting. Um, I think we were discussing possibly seeing that as early as possible. Right. And then doing, like, a reaction special edition podcast. Sounds good to me. Um, but I think, you know, we again, we had other topics. So do, to discuss, we're, we, we're kind of out of time. <laughs> well, we're pushing one hour. Right. But we probably have another 30 minutes of topics. I mean, we probably have another show's worth. Yeah. In all but, honesty. Uh, you wanted to talk about the Lost Boys TV show? A little bit, yeah. What do you know about that? <sighs> I know good things and I know bad things. What's the bad? <laughs> you really want to know the bad? Yeah. You want me to start with the bad? Yeah. I'm going to save the bad. Gonna, uh, the the good. Me. Yeah, tell, you know what? You're right. Let's just be positive. Tell yeah. me tell me the good. Okay, the good is if the show is a hit, they've already plotted it out as seven season arc. What? Yeah. Seven season arc. The show will follow Seven Seasons. Seven seasons. You don't even know if you're gonna get your actors or something. Exactly. No no no, but that's the thing. So they wanna cast the the group of vampires from the Lost Boys, if you will. Okay all i guess my age so they don't have to worry about the harry potter thing obviously they're not going to age they're vampires so each season 10 episode season or yeah i think they said 10 episode season would be set in a different decade and era so you're going to have the lost boys being somewhat like anthology right Right, like American horror style. Like everything's evolving towards... It, so but it's like David and his crew in the 70s. Okay. David and his crew in the 80s, right. in the 90s. So, okay, so American Horror Story. Right. How much of that do you watch? Right? I've seen them all. Okay. So I watched the first one. Right. Awesome. Like, awesome. Right. What was the theme of the second one? Asylum. Hated it. What was the third one? Coven. Hated it. Even worse. See, that's funny, because I wasn't crazy about the first one. I thought the second one was great, and the third one was okay. The fourth one, the carnival one. Right, Right. freak show. So I watched, like, one hay for that. Right, that one was... Or or maybe, like, marching towards the end of that. Okay. It was like, I'm I'm officially done. Right. So, to me, it's an unsuccessful format. To an extent. Okay, but Star Trek is doing it. Right. Where they were going to do, like, a different Star Trek-type mission in any era per season. Okay. And, you know, like, that's awesome for... Because Star Trek is, like, huge. You get, mm-hmm. like, 5,000 years of, like... Right. ...continuity to play with. And you have slipstreams and... Yep, and yep. different realities and, like... Or dimensions or whatever. Threats. Species and God yeah. knows what. So Star Trek's, like, damn. Yeah. Like, cool. This... All right, maybe, like maybe, but like this is the thing I kind of hate about vampires. It's not interesting how they go from like time to time. Right. It's interesting when you when you have a, like a movie or like vampire Lestat, you know, and like I think I'm not sure how much of vampire Lestat I never read it. I only I just as a kid I remember reading some of the comics. Okay. I think they were published by innovation 
But like Vampire Lestat was alluded to being like a rock star. Right. Or he was a rock star and he just ends up in New Orleans and like this other like situation. Yeah, you know, and like, Well, I know there's like 12 books that feature him yeah. like from the author. And that's just awesome. Yeah. And you don't really get to see him as like Mick Jagger. Okay? Mhm. <laughs> and or what or maybe you do. But it doesn't matter. Just the idea of knowing that. Right. And it's a little bit of Boba Fett and Wolverine and Snake Eyes to where the vampires have a history that you don't see. And it's it's thrilling when you get little bits of it. Right. Documenting like a whole arc of vampires just seems silly because it, you're going to reach points where it just makes no sense. Like, yeah, it's just you're going to reach points where you're just like... Alright, like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit like when in Wolverine Origins, like that opening credit sequence, mm-hmm. like they kind of put like Wolverine and Sabretooth in like every war together. Right. Civil War, and mm-hmm. we're in Vietnam, and we're in like the Bay of Pigs, and like, right. so on and so on. And you're just like, that's just like, how do they keep getting enlisted into the army? Yeah. Like, how, like, what's the whole scenario with them like ending in these like moments, okay? And, but alluding to it is far more interesting than seeing it. Right. So, but you know what it is though? If it opens up, like, I love long format storytelling. And if they do, like, like, if they get seven seasons and it's good, it's gonna, it really would be the only TV show to ever have seven strong seasons, to ever have, like, a real arc outside, I believe, Breaking Bad. Which is, like, to me, the only show that did have, like, real arc that didn't feel like it just ended. Or they just were like, we're like, we're done with this, like f this shit, type of thing. Ending, the yeah, Soprano is lost, and the list goes on and on. Um, it would it would be unique. It's ambitious. I think that's a little bit of our push, like my love and hate, but like Stranger Things, right? Like, and you're so into it, and I, I and I I love that. But we were even talking today, where where I forget how did that come up. Oh, because I equated shit. I equated Was it the spoiler stuff. The movie Arrival to oh, it we were talking about because the they're communicating with right, aliens and, yeah. in another dimension, and, and then I'm like, like, you just everything's Stranger Things with you, yeah, and that's every, the first thing I've is said Stranger is things like, things there's something on the yeah. other side of the wall Some, talking to her. Screw you, yeah. man. Everything's Stranger Things for you, but that's like, so Stranger Things is already like they're already at that threshold. Where, like, they, they told you some things. Right. They're hinting towards more. Mm-hmm. Like, is there an arc? Is there, like, an end point? Like, how, how like, I'm talking just even, like, on the interest level. Like, right. how, how, how much further can this be sustained? Because that first season to me was, was choppy. It was rough. Wasn't 80s enough. Like, it could have been more 80s. The references are stupid as hell. Like the thing poster, even the Dark Crystal poster, which you mm. know we were going back and forth last night on. Stupid, cause no one had that shit. No one had Dark Crystal posters on their wall as '80s children. <laughs> Period. I'm sorry. Okay, never happened. Hey. Okay, but the thing is, though, um, and then uh, yeah, and uh, I I do feel like it wrapped up sloppy, but. Here's the thing. That show fires people's imaginations. Right. I may think every piece of it 
is borrowed or something else. Because it is. Yeah. And um, they did it successfully. But I do think it's better than most. And I'll watch, like, I'll go into the second season, like, excited. Um, but at the end of the day, it's almost like, oh, like, I don't know if they have enough built into it to keep it going because if it, come, if, if it becomes, like, personal stories, mm-hmm. I think the show's going to fall apart. I don't think I it think will. if it's more, like, epic, sweeping, like, like, this stuff's affecting, like, large groups, okay? Like, this portal that they fuck with right. starts opening and bleeding, and they lose the town, and they lose the East Coast or whatever, okay? Then we're talking, because then you're like, dude, it's apocalyptic-level right. stuff. I'm telling you, it's goddamn fairy world, yeah. and it's bleeding back in. But, e- but even if Magic it's that, is coming back to our world. Yeah, but even, even if it's that... Totally uninteresting. Not interested. Okay? So, it looks like it's going to be little personal stories. That's fine. Hopefully, it has, like, an arc to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like, people seem to like it. But I do think some of it is, we were talking about earlier today, with, like, Tank Girl. Right. It's like social conditioning. People think they have to like Tank Girl. So, the geeks love it. And it's almost like, ah, no. Like, awesome comic. Uh... Like illustration wise, mm-hmm. one of the best. Like from a dark horse or like independent comic, one of the best. Okay, right. But this other fascination, silly. I think Stranger Things is a little bit like that. I, I really, if that show never got a season two, I don't think there would be a, like a movement, like an outrage, to um, to bring it back. I think there would be. Yeah, like. I think it would just be one of those things that, that worked. And, and you know what, too? A lot of these shows work best in one season. Like, they do. Like, and, you know, I kind of have, like, a three-season theory. A lot of these higher-ended cable shows only are only at their peak in three seasons because the writers get diluted, the mm-hmm. producers get diluted. There's only so much talent to go around Hollywood to fill these ranks. Right. And... Yeah, and there's exceptions. You know, like Game of Thrones being one of them. Mm-hmm. But that show's got to wrap up soon. Yeah, right? it is. Like, there's only 13 episodes left. That's it's done. It. Okay, it's so been announced. They announced it. Yeah, right. see, I don't even know that. Yep. But yep, it's coming to like, an end. You kind of know. Like, you kind of see it. Well, there's only two books left for them to draw from. So, and the ones finished being written. Yeah, I don't know. Then... Like, I always compare that to, like, Akira. Where, like, the. The animated movie came out before the comic series was over, mm-hmm. but you know the Otomo, uh, uh, Otomo, or Otomo, the the guy that was behind Akira right. was also behind the comic series and the movie. I think he took time off the comic series to work on the movie. Okay. Okay. So he knew like where things were going. He made he he he, but knew like there was things to figure out. Right. But he kind of had this, like, bigger idea, uh, kind of like 2000, another 2001 reference, mm-hmm. but it was like a 2001 type ending that was, like, just, just showed you the final big picture. Right. And boom. Okay? And you know what? That's very impactful. Uh, I, I think when that's done, I think it's overdone today. Because even, like, stupid, dramatic little comedies... Like, I watched this one, uh, this one with this chick the other night. Like, the movie just stopped. And, like, 
like you can't do the 2001 <laughs> ending with this comedy in Tokyo or whatever. Like, <laughs> like you know, like and and I get it. Like they want this leap to be taken. They want this like investment to be there. Uh, doesn't work for everything. I I would have loved if Stranger Things did that because they had the momentum to do it. Like if it really ended with, like, they kind of, they they get the kids get rescued or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're at dinner, and then like the kid coughs the thing up, and boom, like don't even allude to Eleven being alive. Right. Don't even allude to it, dude. Just have that kid cough up that slug and cut it. Then it's like, dude. And take out the Dungeons and Dragons thing, which was stupid. Why would you play that after you've literally been to another dimension? What interests does D&D have in your life? Well, the kids didn't go, just Will. Yeah, I, I don't care. Like, So just Will shouldn't be there playing. I, I do think it's a manifestation. I think they're manifesting that. I just don't. with the sheer fact when they flipped the board over and the, the bottom was black. Mm-hmm. And that was like the way how they um, crystallized the theory. Like, you know, like, it just made... I don't know. But I do feel like we should do more of a Stranger Things. Like, dissect it a little bit more. Okay. Because the show has guts. It has body. You've just bad-mouthed like, it, it this I, entire it, time. It does, it does but... Um, you gotta make up your mind. But there's a couple things, like missteps. That's, that's it. Well, according to you, but the whole show is a shit misstep. It is a shit misstep. So yeah. make up your mind. But there's, there's stuff there. They know? name shoes after you, flip flop. <laughs> but I don't know. Like it's, I, I was still like that's the stuff I'm a little bit more interested in re-exploring with Stranger Things. So it's really kind of what's happening with the kids more than happening anyplace else. Right. Um, because I think there is like there's nuance there. They got they got lucky with the kids. Well, yeah, they're kind of screwed with them now. Though. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you know, like you look at Super Eight mm-hmm. and tried to do the same thing. Right. And Stranger Things delivered that concept so right. much more effective than Super mm-hmm. Eight. And by far. Yeah, and but Super Eight too wasn't like period driven enough. Right. Well, that movie's just not enough. It. it it just lacks for me. Well, I want to like it. it I do. It, it, it marches just... towards this thing that you don't care about. By like by the time you get there, you're just like, ah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you know, ET phone home alien thing with magnets. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That's pretty much. What happens? Does it make like a portal? It like does it make a spaceship? It makes a spaceship out of all oh, those little cubes. I thought it made like a portal. Like, nah. It opens up like this thing. No, he just well, kind of. How would it make a spaceship? It like Those builds around things. him. Yeah, that's a ship, and it just flies like away. He that's, just needs them all to make it, and they have the like one locked up or some get, shit. Has to get the Legos. Right, pretty much, and he's and missing a, the one Lego piece that brings it all together. Aliens get around. Yeah, yeah. See, the portal thing would have been awesome. Yeah, what are you gonna do? That that could have been the series. Smack J.J. Abrams. That's what yeah, you gotta he, do. He, he like, you know, but you know what it is out? There's always excitement when he does something. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think that's a part of the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people got snake bitten by him twice. But, like, back to back, it was that and, and the uh, Star Trek, the, the Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, it's not Khan, it's not Khan. It is Khan. Yeah. And then by the time they said it was Khan, it was just like, oh, fuck, it's Khan. We like, fucking knew it was Khan. Yeah. And, but you kind of didn't even care. 
It, like it has, it did have a blowback. Right. Because um, they were lying to us. Yeah, like I just I don't understand that because you really could have went all in on. Just say it's con. Just say yeah, yeah. we're doing con. Like you could have went all in on like a real con origin with that and mm-hmm. not killed him. I don't, does he die in Africa? I don't think so. Alright. Because they need his blood. Don't they, like, freeze him or whatever? Oh, uh, I think they do, yeah. Yeah. But they really, they could have really set that guy up. It's true. They could have set him up to be this, like, opposite of, I guess, Kirk and Spock combined or whatever. Or just this, like, crazy super soldier. They Pretty much. Um, there's a lot in that movie that didn't. But, again, that's, that's another one. It, like, has stretches. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do like JJ. I th- he's forever the guy that rescues Star Wars now. Yeah. And he, like, you, you can do no wrong at this point. He can. He can. I don't Like, it was, what's his involvement with eight? Is he producing? I, I want to say he eight? is. I want to say he's on producer. How much, how much do you think did what he did for Seven? How much of that do you think is going to be in everything? Like, do do you think he... I think he wrote the entire, like, future. Like, all these, like, all these beats, all these things, all these characters, and what the arcs are, I think they're already, like, him and his team. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, yeah. Yeah. So I'd say... He really did take over. I'd say he probably yeah. mapped out but, 7, 8, and 9. And he, he did make Star Trek sexy. Yeah. Like, come on. Star Trek was nerds, dude. Yeah. Like, you ain't having sex if you watch Star Trek. Right. And now it's like, you watch that movie with, like, a freaking boner. <laughs> a bro boner and a, like, lady boner. And a like, girl yeah, on your arm. Yeah. Because Chris Pine's in it, and he's fine. Yeah. Like. I just think, it, like, they sexualized Star Wars. They Star made, Trek. I mean, Star Trek, yeah. And they, they made it sleek. Mm-hmm. Like, even in this new one, like, he's, like, riding a motorcycle and jumping things. It's just like, <laughs> yeah! Like, X Games! I, I, he, he has, he has awesome ability. Yes. And he knows story. He might, he might be the, the best big name director right now. Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee like, who, it. who, 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 so now you have, like, the Russo brothers. But they've only done two. Right. Now, I'll say Kevin Smith probably said it best on that Geeking Out show of his, like, because yeah. him and uh, oh, okay. the the bigger guy from all oh. the J.J. movies yeah. were talking oh, to yeah. J.J., yeah. and they got back to the studio, and the bigger guy who's known him for years has said, like, I don't think we've seen his best. Like, he's done great I, with Star Trek, he's with done that. great yeah. with Star Wars, like, we haven't seen his Star Wars yet, and I agree, like... A mind like that, like Cloverfield's just scratching the surface. Super yeah. 8, like... It's, it's almost like you could give Transformers to JJ. Mm-hmm. And pun intended, he would transform that. Yes. Franchise. Yep. Yep. Easily. There's no... He, there's they no, should have gave him Ghostbusters. Imagine what Ghostbusters could have been. Yeah. I mean, there, there is no one, like, in the history of Hollywood. Even though this is, like, a different... It's a different business now. It's, like, the product's so different. Right. But he's almost he's almost like this standard bearer now. Yeah. Of that next generation to be able to step into any franchise. I mean, dude, oh we're forgetting about Mission Impossible. Right. He did three. Mm-hmm. Which is so awesome. With the rabbit's foot. <laughs> I love the dude, you never find out what that thing is. <laughs> it's the best. 
And that bridge sequence is still mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. it's dude, I love that bridge sequence. But you know, and then they, they blow out William C Macy. They 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 spray this like <laughs> yeah. this foam, and they just like shatter it. It's just dude that, and like they get him out, and he has like the wine stains mm-hmm. on it, the wind blowing his hair. It just looks <laughs> just looks awesome. But yeah, so and he he he's ushered that franchise because right. he was involved with the next two mm-hmm. so he he literally saved mission impossible yep tom cruise star being trek a, tom, star tom wars cruise being a genius putting mm-hmm. him on it okay and tom cruise has cherry picked nothing but great directors mm-hmm. so again like that argument for him so yeah dude he it, like it really is in jj we trust and everyone thought it was josh whedon after avengers mm-hmm. and then age of ultron happened Yep. Yep. Major Voltron happened, and you lost the throne. Zack Snyder had the same mantle, and they no, just took that no away and gave ever, it to. No one ever was like. Oh, no one, back in the days no of three hundred, his stylized yeah, choices Aether, Aether and sucker punch. Yeah, but Watchmen. No, but nobody three hundred about him doing Watchmen. Nobody was excited. You were excited as shit. Oh, you bought me the book and made me read it. Yeah, because I knew what that guy, I knew what he can do. Back, that's what I'm saying. Back yeah. then, but he was the one. But it, like, They gave him all but, of DC and he yeah. fucked it up. But it would still be like if Watchmen worked mm-hmm. and if even Batman versus Superman worked, then you could be like, Dude, this guy like that. In. That's what they were setting him like, up for, yeah. and he just the same thing with yeah. Brian Singer, and like there have been others that have attempted yeah, it, right. but JJ has the solid track record. So what? So he really has a, a superior, right? Like process, like he 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 has a way of, and a lot of what we do, mm-hmm. like, like you kind of funnel the ideas, right? And this is where like kind of like. Art director type stuff where like you pick and choose the best ideas or like creative direction like you, but you need that funnel. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it's he, he's interesting. We should really do more on him. I'm down. Like just really because what's his next? Do we know what his next movie is? I'll tell you about so, it. Should we look that up? I think we're gonna look that up and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, back to okay. the bed with Lost Boys. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, it's cool. Just just forget about me. You should have kept kept us on track with that. One. I just got us back on track. <laughs> All right. I've learned to not interrupt Pete sometimes. Oh come it, on, it come just, on, come on. We don't. We, we, we. So he he's involved with Westworld too, the HBO show. Okay, I thought he's producing that, right? Yeah. I think he's executive producing. That's Michael Crichton. That that's a good movie. I believe it. I'm ex- the yeah. TV show looks all right. I'm pretty excited for it. All right, so so only he on IMDb. He's definitely producing. Uh, let's see what he has as director though. But the Lost Boys show is in development for the CW. Yeah, so he he has nothing on his slate to direct. Nope, Star Wars was it. But he has, but what he's producing though is episode eight, God Particle, producer filming, Coma, producer, and that's it. So I, is God Particle part of the, the Hard On Collider? Maybe. Like maybe if that's like a real. Oh wow, he didn't get any writing credit for uh, 
Star Wars episode eight. No, but that's what I mean. I think his groundwork is like you know because like they they make bibles, they make these like roadmaps, and then someone writes from that, but someone still has to create. Oh the... shit! Ready for this? He wrote the screenplay for Armageddon. Yeah. And he also wrote and, and Joyride. Re- and regarding Henry. Huh. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Re- Forever Young. My mother loves that uh-huh. movie. Yeah, he was he was written um, by Jeffrey Abrams. He he was um heartfelt. Like which was apparent in if you watch um Felicity. Okay. Felicity was like and even the work he did with like Alias was just like really cool. I I haven't seen all of Alias, but I've seen chunks of it. Right. But Felicity is such a good show for two seasons. I believe it. Such an awesome show. And that was like one of his, his babies. So like the guy knows he that's that's what I mean. Like the guy has a discipline in writing heartfelt character driven like drama comedies. Right. Kinda. Fringe. And then, and then like you give him Star Trek and you give him Star Wars and you give him like science fiction. Mm-hmm. And you're almost like, dude, like how, like it's hard. Even, look, even Super Eight for its flaws has so much going for it up until the the monster spaceship right. Lego thing. Like that movie is just building, and you're anticipating. Like it does control your emotions. Right. He has, you know, he calls a mystery box. Yeah. You know, like his his stories are mystery boxes where you keep opening the box and opening mm-hmm. the box, and eventually you'll get. Right, but all right. Let's uh, let's call it quits. We'll, I think we'll do more on Lost Boys. Okay. I wanted to talk about the Lethal Weapon live action. I right. I wanted to talk about Lethal Weapon two. I wanted to talk about the I Spit on Your Grave. Right. Right. Remakes. We, I've been watching those. We had some Marvel stuff to talk about. And yeah, so like, and Thor Ragnarok now is becoming. Um, it's just building hype. Yep, Thor, Cap. There's just so much. Doctor in that. Strange. Yeah, we wanted to um, talk, but yeah, we're already like, what is our time stamp? We're already ninety minutes in, so we're right just up. gonna call it quits. We're gonna try and do, uh, we're gonna try and do these a little bit more at uh, frequency when we're at this stage, right? When we have leftovers. Um, but in 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 the meantime, uh, what is do we have a special edition that we're gonna? We wanted to try and do. Stuff on the tick, right? With, with Amazon, we got the tick. We got. We're going to do commentary commentaries in the shop. work. Pet shop. Uh, maybe something coming with uh, some killer clowns. Yeah. Dark crystal. We got some stuff yeah, in the pipeline. Shot by shot with dark crystal. Right. It's a must. Right. Because there's yeah, we were both watching that mm-hmm. last weekend, and there was just stuff we were just figuring out for the first time. And right. I, I've seen that movie. Countless times. Yeah. Countless. Like, I've been, I've I've been always, watching it since I was born. I've always championed Dark Crystal, and there's things that we're still discovering. Right. Just not, like, not in, like, the production, but in what's actually, like... In the movie. In the like, movie. Yeah. scenes that happened that have... Yeah. When the hell? How? What? What? Well, I, I, I still back the theory that at the end of the movie, it's the, the light crystal right and the dark crystal ceases to exist right well i'm pretty sure at the end there is life being reborn all around yeah, everything but the crystal, so. yeah it's, but it came if, if the crystal cracks and becomes dark right it whole has got to be light it's it still true. can't be the dark crystal no. 
that's why it favors. Well, it turns white instead of purple. Yeah, but that's it why does it happen. favors the, the Skeksis. Right. And that's something, too, like, I kind of never put together. That the favor, the crystal favors the, the Skeksis. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe why the mystics are, like, uh, abandoned. Right. They're Off like, on there. Yeah, okay. And it favors the Skeksis because it's dark. Right. <laughs> like, you know. It's, and they're assholes. <laughs> they are they are they are they're the, so uh, awesome though i love the one the one that's like the prissier there there's what i don't know what they're, they i think they do have names but there's one that's like this they look like aristocrats but there's right. one that's like extra richy mm-hmm. and extra and when he's eating he's like eating things with his like fingers yeah and he's like, and he's like <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> <laughs> I, I pee myself whenever that is. I never I, noticed I the one that. with the like steampunk eye and yeah, beak. Yeah, has like, like he's part robot yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Which, is, Which where's the mystic with the missing eye at that point? Because if they're if they're yeah, tied, they, but that's again, but like the science fiction point, like it all falls. See apart. that to that's me is not you, science fiction. That's that's straight up fantasy. It's just fantasy, but it's still the same like logic. If you had that in the science fiction movie, it's the same logic. It always falls apart. That's why you have only a few good science fiction. It goes right back. To, dude, we only have a I could come up with a list of, uh, excuse me, of great science fiction movies. Wait, a list. Let's do the list right now, real quick. And then, <laughs> then we'll sign off. All right. Okay, all right. Science. So, all right. So, I said it before, 2001. Okay. Matrix. Okay. Planet of the Apes. Okay. Even uh, you now. Apes, all of them. I'll just say Fair all of them. The new ones, whatever. Alright, okay? Star Wars, all of them. Star Wars, which is more science fantasy. Star Wars is more fantasy than science fiction. Uh, it's fantasy. It's well, a fair mix. It has spaceships, so we'll call it science fiction. There we go. Total Recall. Total Recall. Fantastic. Um. So, wait. Would you consider Running Man? Yeah. Or would that be action? Yeah, Running Man is like. LTE. Like Demolition like, Man? Would you consider that sci-fi? Yeah, because it's... Again, the futuristic it, settings. Well, it's the... not just, like, futuristic. It has, like, um, like, social... Like, it has, like, social context. Right. And it has ideas that, like, again, only exist in science fiction. Like, Taco Bell taking over the world. Mm, the like, the yeah. gun needing to charge its batteries. Okay, and... so we're only up to eight. Okay. Alright, that's fine. Okay. That's fine, the last Starfighter. No. Come on. No. Come on. Man, dude, you put Lace Starfire with the Matrix. All right, Enemy Mind. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Running you Man, put the Matrix on the but, list. But wait. That run, movie falls apart. It does not hold up years later. But wait, Running Man and Demolition Man are like, are, are and like, I wouldn't put Total Recall because I think Total Recall elevates. Running Man and Demolition Man are like C-level science fiction movies. They are. Okay. But they're not even, like, on the list. Okay? Lay Starfire is, like, all the way... Like, Alright, Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine um, is good. Because I, I do like that. That is... Oh, because you like it, it's good to go on. No, I know. It's because it deals with science fiction concepts very well. Like, Lay Starfire is just... Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a fun movie to watch. Right. It's just... But we said good sci-fi movies. We never said it had to have sustenance. Nah, just, hey, if it's fun to watch, it's a good it movie. It needs to have sustenance. That's what makes it science fiction. Okay. All right, surrogates. Uh, surrogates is good. Um, 
Yeah, so I said earlier, like Soiling Green. Blade Runner. Blade Runner is there. Uh, Blade Runner is probably top three. Alien. The, the whole franchise. Yeah, Alien and Aliens are right there. Uh, but again, too, like, there's very little, like, science fiction in Alien. It, I'll give you it, that. It, it, it's just like it's monster in space. More the space exploration. And, yeah, of it. like it's a setting in space. The Martian, Interstellar. Um, I haven't seen The Martian. Interstellar, no. Interstellar, just that to me falls apart. Fair enough. I it don't just, like it either, but yeah, everyone else does. No. So in, no, inter dude, literally the Interstellar. I'm a guy in a bookshelf. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's you gotta do more with that. That movie, there was so much set up into that movie, like you know, like the people doing the the uh, like the narrations or like 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 that was all like the Dust Bowl. Mm -hmm. Those were real people talking about the Dust Bowl that happened through the Midwest, right? And they just put that in, like now it's it's almost like in um what movie put there was a movie that put I think comments that Bill Clinton made. Okay. about aliens or something mm -hmm. they put that in one of these movies so like make it look like that you know bill clinton was like making a speech about like aliens or, or something armageddon would we consider that one armageddon's completely horrible it's one of <laughs> it my is. favorite movies it no, is it's deep, terrible deep impact over armageddon because deep impact has what about the core uh the core's okay but now like it just doesn't like so the core may have like ideas, mm -hmm. but it's not like I, I think of that time. It's one of the underrated because um, there was a revival in the um, disaster movie. Mm -hmm. The core is overlooked, right? Definitely better than Volcano, Dante's Inferno. Um, I think Hard Rain was like um, right Hard Rain with. with Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman, uh, like that know. was like a flood movie, the revival of the uh, Poseidon, like there was a run. Right. Core is overlooked. Not as good as Armageddon and Independence Day. Okay, but Independence Day maybe more science fiction than like, look, Armageddon has some of those ideas, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, like they're just in the beginning, and the movie's not about those ideas. Right. Okay, same as Independence Day. Like, it's about aliens, but it's really not about aliens. So, right. like, good science fiction, like, has that... The I, mix. Like, the Minority Report. Is that... Uh, is, it's, like, that concept through the entire movie. Right. Okay, where it all comes ahead. And I would, would put Minority... If we're making, like, a long list, Minority Report is on that list. I'm sorry. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably um, the best, right? Like, just the best time skip movie. Right. That movie's so fucking good. It is. Uh, yeah, you know, especially is. when it's when when it should be unraveling. See that that has a great montage in it where he just keeps yeah. dying. <laughs> but, but even even in that movie, though, the training montage in that's probably one great. of the best because yeah. it goes from he's just shit to like, how is this yeah. guy? No, I like it too. Like they keep doing his intro, like to the girl, <laughs> like you know, like an intro gets different like every time. But that's when they get off the initial site, mm -hmm. okay, and they start to understand like that there is a proximity to the like starship the, troopers. 
Sorry. That's yeah, Starship's off. good. You know, like, look, Starship's a bad movie. It is, but, but it's that but the, one. But the concept sticks through because, especially, they end that movie with, like, that news report. Mm-hmm. And, and all the cadets are super young because everyone else is dead. Yep. Like, it's it's true to the idea, like, through and through. So, like, Starship, um, and we're forgetting Robocop. Okay. Terminator. Terminator, yeah, one and two. Um, I'll leave killer clowns off of this list yeah. for credibility. So, but, like, we're, but even now, like we're we're missing ones, but we're like we're still struggling to make a list. Of we're not struggling. I'm trucking along. I no, I just have to think. You're giving me bad movies. I, I'm allowed to give you, bad you movies said, that you are said good. Matrix falls apart. Matrix like is look. It, I said it doesn't it hold three. up. How does the Matrix not hold up? Because it just doesn't. When's the last time you tried to watch that movie? The first one. Yeah. Yeah, I watch it all the time. It's not great. What the, what's not great I about just, it? it, how, does it not, how does that the, first... The mythos that were built and shit all over in the second and third one just kind of ruined that first no, one No, it me. doesn't. It, the, to me, it does. But I, it's all... But here, I associate so, it too heavily with the crap that came but, out. But, but here's, here's, here's a little bit of that, okay? Everything that they set up in the first one mm-hmm. is explained to its final right. in two and three. Now, you may... Yeah, and I'm kind of with with it. Like, all right, so the presentation is off. Mm-hmm. Some of the additional like characters are off. The settings, the flow of those two movies. But at the end of the day, like it, it is like it's not only science fiction, but it's like philosophical fiction. Like it's more philosophy than anything, and it is all explained now because of that. I think people miss the miss what's happening, and it's a lot like Batman vs Superman. Like through the the chaos of the arcs, mm-hmm. you miss what's really happening because it's hard to follow. Right. Like it really is, you know. But I'll tell you, like I watched, I just watched Revolutions like a couple nights ago, and Revolutions, they that movie wrapping up the way how they wrapped up that franchise is perfect. It's it's the best third movie wrap up or like ending of a trilogy. Like okay, so Lord of the Rings was pre written, okay? Mm-hmm. And they they follow that very close to the books. Right. But straight movie trilogy, mm-hmm. third third movie, third act. It's the best. There's no there's nothing you can even put near it. Next podcast. Yeah. We I will. know we have to, but dude, like I'll I'll go We will look at the trilogy curse next week, guys. Actually I'm writing it down I, I now. I'll like come back with a the, list. The, the trilogy curse or the franchise fatigue. Right? But yeah, alright, so may, we'll do more with the science fiction. Yeah. Um I have a list here. Maybe I'll I'll create something as a downloadable for the uh, list. But, uh, yeah, we did good. We, we, we gave ourselves an extra 12 minutes there. Right on. 12, 13 minutes. So, just signing off, saying goodbye. We got a, we got a bum to beat with a bat. Yeah. So, we'll see you guys next Go week. Go to akapad.com. That's where you get updates on the podcast and the stuff on YouTube. Everything else we're doing. And, and yeah, like even the comic book. Yeah. Watch, I don't know. We're marching towards something on that. Here, here. So, some type God of, like, willing. putting official stuff out. Cool. Because we need, we need, we need that to be. Yes. Official. Yes, we do. Because we we um we have a, we, a lot invested. Yeah. In the, the years. Yeah. Years. Yeah, but good years. Yeah. 
not complaining. It's not one of these things where, um, you know, like, like this is not something unfinished in a drawer. Right. This is just something we're continuously developing. Right. Because the active work never stops. Because we realize we have lives. Yes. And we kind of maybe rather do that stuff than do the comic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I I I'd love to get like. If, if like a hard up. trade paperback out right. and then just sell the rights to Fox so they turn it into a Saturday morning yeah. cartoon hey, and then just have fun. Don't position yourself as, as a sellout. That never works. Hey, hey. Like, yeah. But no, but like there's there's all of that. So all of that is, it's on akapad.com and we're still doing stuff with you. We're still marching towards your YouTube right. segment mm-hmm. or mini, mini series or we're going to do we're going to do something cool with you right um and then i guess like maybe for us the the focus just because we're aggressive on getting good at this mm-hmm. is dream warriors right we really want to push getting the tech the technical down getting the releases out more mm-hmm. um but we're down to a few hours with the release right so after this like this is probably gonna go live um by sunday and saturday it's midday Saturday now, so I don't know. Like, w- definitely making steps. Right. Um. But everything, yeah. Like once once we're over this hurdle, it's going to be everything's going to be focused on on that comic book. And right now we'll just call it that comic book. Right. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, all right, so that's it. We're signing off. And we're goodbye. signing off.